0: The Intercontinental title is vacated. A Hall of Famer could be gone and an exclusive chat with released NXT star Alexander Yaksich. For Wednesday, May 13th, 2020. This is your cultaholic wrestling news. Every once in a while, every once in a great while, justice is served. This this isn't about me. This, this isn't even about us. This is about justice in an unjust world. This is about optimism in a world of despair. This, this is one for the good guys. <laughs> yeah! The WWE Intercontinental Championship is officially vacated. Sami Zayn uh, gave up the championship we found out on backstage last night. It was announced there uh, that as Sami Zayn is unable to compete a tournament will be held on SmackDown to crown a brand new Intercontinental Champion. So it was reported by Post Wrestling back on Monday that the WWE would be addressing the championship situation uh, by the end of this week. Uh, Sami Zayn uh, hasn't been a part of WWE TV since WrestleMania. This is because the roster were given the option whether or not they wanted to be a part of the tapings in Orlando as a result of concerns for the pandemic. Uh, The option is there if you don't want to do them. So Sami Zayn is one of those that said, actually, I'm going to give them a miss. Uh, So he hasn't been on TV for WrestleMania because of that. And uh, now he's been stripped of the Intercontinental title. And there are plans to find a brand new champion. A lot of interesting forerunners in this one, which we'll get to in just a second. But I am really gutted for Sami Zayn's title reign coming to an end. Uh, It was... Back at no, uh, back at Elimination Chamber, where he defeated Braun Strowman as opposed to Roman Reigns for the Intercontinental Title, holding it for sixty-six days in total. <laughs> Not quite the title reign that we were hoping for for Sami Zayn, first major belt. Uh, on the main roster and it just sort of ends not with a bang but with a whimper which is gutting in terms of who could become the intercontinental champion well Smackdown is full of stars at the moment that could possibly hold that belt one of the forerunners judging by comments online is Sheamus who has said in interviews in the past that the only belt he hasn't held is the intercontinental title so having Sheamus win the belt could be something that they do down the road Uh, Cesaro would be a strong pick for that as well Shinsuke Nakamura uh, to regain the belt would be an interesting one as well. Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak are two guys in the mix as well. It could be a belt that really makes someone like a Drew Gulak when you think about it. Jeff Hardy's back in the mix on SmackDown. He's one to consider as well. But we're not just thinking about SmackDown stars here. Since the brand invitation has been offered up. So Raw and SmackDown guys can go from one show to another. There's no reason why we couldn't see a Raw star Move over to SmackDown and win the Intercontinental Title instead. We will see what transpires on SmackDown this Friday. Now that the Intercontinental Title is vacant. Oh
1: my God! It's, it's Sting! What? Stinger's here? A six-time WCW Champion, the two-time NWA World Heavyweight Champion. But what the hell are the you doing tar, here? The franchise. He's never stepped foot inside WWE's arena before. What a hell of an impact he's made the first time he did.
0: So this was a story that was born from action figure news. Pro Wrestling Sheet have learned that Sting... Is not currently under contract with WWE. This came about uh, after Mattel sent out a tweet saying, Due to circumstances out of our control, Sting needed to be removed from Legends Series 7. We'll look to include this figure in a future wave if he becomes available to us again. Uh, this followed with a tweet from Cody Rhodes who sent the gif of Cody cupping his ear. This is uh, an interesting one. Sting has been tweeting about AEW a fair bit as well. Uh, two whole tweets, uh, both aimed at Lance Archer and Jake the Snake Roberts, and it's it's starting the the fans of rumor are turning that Sting could be AEW bound. I feel like every time somebody leaves WWE, the instinct is to go AEW return confirmed, AEW debut confirmed. I with Sting though, he would kind of fit well into that system, you know, where you've got legends like Jake Roberts and Arn Anderson acting as sort of managing coaches. Could be a role that Sting plays really well, but I know we're getting very ahead of the curve. It could be a case of WWE renegotiating with Sting and he could be back under some kind of merchandising deal very, very soon. But it's fun to speculate though, isn't it? Monday Night Raw ratings are back up. What a relief that is. We had some crushing lows for Monday Night Raw over the last couple of weeks. They're finally back. Uh, A number that feels a bit more normal. 1.92 million viewers. 234,000 increase from last week's episode. Some notes about the Becky Lynch announcement from Raw. Uh, PW Insider had a report that none of the women in the Women's Money in the Bank match were aware... That the match would be for the women's title in the end, as it transpired. They just all believed that there was other stories afoot going forward. Also, there are multiple people who were in attendance at yesterday's Raw TV taping who had absolutely no idea that Becky Lynch was going to be announcing her pregnancy until the actual segment itself began. Obviously, I say yesterday, I mean Monday. Uh, PW Insider uh, also made the point that there's currently no timetable for return for Becky Lynch. Motherhood is very much her top priority at the moment. Uh, Taking a step away from the business right now uh, is is all that's on Becky's mind is becoming a mum and that's wonderful to hear. Nothing but love as we've been saying for the last day or so uh, to Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins about to become parents for the first time. (coughs) We could see a Raw star head back down to NXT, or is it across to NXT? I just, it's, it's up for debate all the time. Uh, Mike Johnson from PW Insider Elite uh, said that Austin Theory was not in any long-term plans Uh, for Monday Night Raw. He's been a part of Zelina Vega's stable ever since Andrade got injured. He was brought in as a replacement, sort of getting them over the line for WrestleMania. Johnson said, seems to be teasing the beginning of Austin Theory getting tossed out of the group. When Austin Theory debuted at WrestleMania, I was told he was not long for the group anyway. He was basically to help cover things up in terms of what was needed while Andrade was injured. The long-term plan was not to keep him with Zelina Vega and friends. And it looks as if he could be back to NXT soon. Which isn't a bad thing. Austin Theory, I genuinely believe, has a lot to offer on NXT. He is going to be a major player in the wrestling world going forward. I'm calling it now. We have our third and final entrant for the AEW Casino Ladder Match at Double or Nothing. And it's Orange Cassidy joining Colt Cabana and Darby Allin in that match. Orange Cassidy is a unique performer as it is i've never experienced a ladder match featuring orange cassidy i know there's a couple of them out there but i am very intrigued to see where this goes <laughs> few details on that very bizarre finish from monday night raw so seth rollins got dq'd for attacking Rey mysterio turns out this is a secret rule that vince mcmahon is very strict about brian alvarez went into detail and said uh, it's a vince mcmahon rule in a tag team match You know how you can tag and there's five seconds where you can both be in the ring at the same time? Outside of those five seconds, if you're not the legal man, you cannot touch the other team's legal man. Vince is adamant that this is enforced. If you're legal, you're allowed to hit the other team's illegal man, but the illegal man cannot touch the legal man. Even though I've said that, you are allowed to break up a pin. So I hope that clears up any confusion over the Seth Rollins and Murphy versus Rey Mysterio and Aleister Black tag match on Raw on Monday. And Roman Reigns is in a Netflix movie from today. You can watch The Wrong Missy starring David Spade and Lauren Lapkus. The story of a guy who meets the woman of his dreams and invites her to his company's corporate retreat but realises he sent the invite to the wrong person. Look out for Roman Reigns playing the strong silent type very, very well in the Netflix movie which is available from today.
1: So, start looking in the right
0: place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash people today.
1: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
0: something a little bit different now for Cultaholic Wrestling News. A few weeks ago, we had those mass layoffs from WWE, and one of the names that came through as a result of that uh, left a lot of people scratching their heads, mainly because they weren't overly aware of the work that they have done. And I kind of want to introduce you to him if you're not familiar with him already, because I've seen some of the stuff that he's done around Europe, and he's an incredibly talented guy who really didn't get a chance to showcase that much in wwe so i'm delighted to be joined by former nxt star formerly known as alexander jaksic how you doing alexander i'm good how are you doing Anne? an up and down time to say the very least for the world and i know uh, for yourself as well uh, i want to talk about how you got started within wrestling in the first place because you said yourself before well, the interview started you try and keep yourself very low key and uh, i want the world to know about you now where did your wrestling journey begin so for me, um, so, so from the very beginning,
1: I was born in Canada. I was born in Kitchener, which is an hour, hour from Toronto. And so I'm basically Canadian, but lived in Germany for 15 years. So when I was like around 18, 19, I decided, hey, you know what? I'm going to wrestle. And, you know, everybody who was around me, I told them, I'm going to go to Canada, and I'm going to get signed by WWE eventually. And I didn't know how, and I didn't know, you know, why. I, I just I just said I'm going to do it. And you know, I told everybody, and they all obviously thought it was funny. And then eventually, you know, I left for Canada again, um, started Centinos at uh, Battle Arts Academy, and I was there for like a year and a half before I started wrestling on the on the independent scene, uh, which was in Europe. And a few months later, I got the call for the tryout. Um, you know, attended the tryout, and you know, it went well. Uh, so I got the contract offer, and then started uh, last year in in August.
0: So uh, from that's that's quite a quick time, really. That's a, that's a real quick turnaround for yourself. It feels like to go sort of doing stuff with Santinos, and now all of a sudden here you are with a with a development deal, uh, passing the tryouts and stuff. Can you can you take us through that day when you you got offered the contract?
1: Yeah, it was crazy because uh, when I got there, you know, you, you look around, you see all these. Literally specimens, you know, like I am I'm not the shortest, you know, I'm six five six six And like and you see guys that are like seven foot one seven foot two So I get there and I'm like, they're not gonna take me <laughs> Because you know, they're all like super athletes and this and that and I always just wanted to wrestle you know, I played basketball before but uh, but never anything like, you know They because that was like, you know, five five years ago approximately now. So I you know, we tend to try It was a four-day tryout five days technically because you know when we got there and the six days when we left but uh the first day was bad was really bad i just i had a bad day but that's for me everywhere like i, I always have bad starts you know and then i just i catch myself and then everything went better and better and better and then on the, day three i think um i was already getting signs because the second day I had, a, I had a i had a match and it went really well and then the third day you know you can kind of see like you know who's being put in which position and uh, my tryout there were uh, Ilya Dragunov was there, uh, Oliver Carter was there and uh, on the fourth day I mean most most of the people knew and it was crazy because everything went like it was like a flash you know like your whole life my whole life flashed you know in front of my face because that's all I ever wanted to do right and then like you said it, it was fast like you know I was resting on Indies for like maybe I don't know three four months you know and then already get the get the opportunity you know. To wrestle for WWE in a WWE ring, and you know, and then obviously it was insane. Yeah, that's all I can say about it.
0: Tell me something that you learned uh, about yourself and about wrestling in those first couple of weeks of training under WWE. Oh, it's
1: crazy! It's crazy because you know everybody tells you it's going to be hard, and you never like it's it's obviously hard to get there, but you know when you're there, it's it's so, it's so much harder because. Ever since I got, you know, to Orlando last August, it's I've I've changed as a person, as a performer, as an entertainer, like in so many ways and I've evolved so much and it helped me so much to figure out who I am. I don't know how it is with most people, but you know, a lot of people get into wrestling and then they start acting you know whereas i was acting i feel like my whole life and then i get into wrestling and it's it's actually what changed me you know wrestling saved my life but well, like before I, before i even got to the it just changed me so much and then i get here you know and there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff you know thrown at you especially at the, in the first few months it's really really like it's crazy but that then that stuff changes you, you know and until like you know two three weeks ago you know when all that crazy stuff happened like that's what define me like even more like you can't you can never go back to the person you were before right but you keep evolving
0: it's it's amazing how much something like that does change you and when when your name came up on on that day a couple of weeks back um there was a lot of people who weren't aware of the work that you've done because you've been part of the 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 live tour element of nxt so how was the experience as part of the as part of the touring brand the nxt
1: so you the thing is with the with the coconut shows that's what they're called um what happens is you know you you get to the venue you set up the ring um you know and then obviously you know you, you get ready for the show and it's always a different city there's obviously the loop you know it's probably like maybe 15 or 20 cities uh and they're all like in florida and pretty close i think the furthest is like three hours away which is still decently close I mean, compared to like when i was on the scene, on the you know, like you you know if you haven't like set up the ring uh, and then, because it's the ring you you wrestle in, right? So like, it's it should be an honor, right? Like you wrestle in that ring, so like you, you set it up, and then afterwards you tear it down. And uh, I I only had like I think twelve matches, I believe, uh, since you know I haven't been here long. So, uh, but every time you know I got something, uh, I just try to make the best out of it. You know, try to get the to try to give the people, you know, what they desire, try to give them what they didn't even imagine, you know, they could get, like, just always something different, because I really try to, like, I work off emotions, you know, so, like, so, like, I love every time, you know, I get to get, I get a chance to, to wrestle in front of the crowd.
0: Uh, I'm intrigued as to why they're called coconut
1: shows. Uh, I think because, uh, the coconuts fall from the trees, uh... Yeah, yeah, because like we're you know, obviously you know we're basically still on the trees, so somebody has to pick us, you know, like has to like yeah. So either we fall from the trees or somebody you know takes us. From, I don't know. <laughs>
0: Genuinely, it sounds like you you didn't in your time your time there was very brief and you didn't get much of a chance to really showcase what you do. So and you know not want to to dip back into that. The 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 call a couple of weeks ago must have been a tough one to take.
1: <clears throat> yeah, so uh, around like twelve I think or twelve twelve fifteen. We get this uh, this message, like this, you know, everybody gets the same notification on their phone. And then we see Vince talk about, like, you know, how there's going to be head a head count cut, how there's going to be furloughs. And, like, and obviously, the, at first, you're like, you know, it can't be me. I mean, you know, like, that's what everybody thinks, you know, I believe. And then it was, like, it was a stressful day because you just never know, right? You're just on edge the whole day. And around, I think, 3.37. You know, I get a call from Stanford and I didn't even pick up yet. And I was like, you know, I'm, that's it. I was like, it's crazy. And then, you know, I, I reflected. I was like, man, this has been like, it's been seven or eight months. And, you know, I pick up the phone and then, you know, it was it was short, a minute maybe, a minute and a half. Because there's not much to say, right? It's like, so I'm since I'm Canadian, you know, I was working on a visa. Uh, i don't know what the situation was but a lot of international talent you know had to go and it's it's just it's just because the pc is basically closed right there's there's no there's no show there's no there's no practices it's just there's a so like for the guys you know like my heart broke as well for the guys you know who, who got here at the same time as me or even just before me or after me whatever and like and they changed their lives for wrestling they brought their families you know and it's like it's crazy because then they go back home, you know, and for some that might be it, you know, they're not going to pursue wrestling anymore. So like nothing is ever is ever a waste of time because you grow right with everything you, you experience and it's part of your portfolio whatever, but it's just, it's really heartbreaking. And then for myself, you know, the, the first day I was just like, I was the worst day of my life. It was, it was because, you know, you basically lose everything, uh, from, from your home to, uh, your job, uh, you know, friends you lose because you figure out, you know, who's, who's real to you, you know, who, who, who like, who's there for you, you know, in your, in your, in your hardest time. And, and, but then also you find people, you know, you find friends because, you know, there's people who stepped up before and I barely even talked to you. Now I talk to them a lot because, you know, this, these are the real times and like the real ones prosper, you know? And for me, like when I lost everything, like I found myself, you know? And like, that's like the biggest thing about, you know, what happens. So that's because I said it before, it was, it's probably the most defining moment in my life. And, uh, yeah it's just it's unfortunate for everybody um but like you said you know there, i didn't have a chance really um i mean every day is a chance every day is a test you know so like i try to give everything i i could every day so like i'm i'm really obsessed with this like everybody who knows me know i'm pretty sure they, they think the same thing because whatever pc you know workouts training shows in the weekend like that doesn't stop for me like i don't just work you know well, my while my well, my, well, my de- designated work time I work like at home, like because me, me and me and Tahuti we didn't mention him yet. Like we're a tag team in NXT. Uh, we, we're just starting off. And like he's my he's my best friend here, man. Like he he made it so much easier for me. And he was like he's so good. Like, you know, people probably saw him already on TV. Uh, he did a few matches here and there. He is so good. Like it's ins- like it's insane how good he is. And people are gonna see soon, you know. And that's probably probably my only regret. Regret I have is that you know that we didn't get to like do what we wanted to do. Uh, time got cut short. But uh, obviously circumstances, right? And uh, nobody knows at-, at this time on the world, you know, what's gonna happen. Um, looks kind of, you know, it looks hopeful. But then sometimes it just looks it's crazy again because you know hear this, you hear that. So
0: yeah. Um you said there that you, you find out like who's got your back and stuff. Is there anybody that reached out to you that you were surprised reached out to you?
1: Mm, no, not really surprised. Uh no, but there was a lot of like, you know, I'm 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 not I'm not gonna name names specifically because there was a lot of people obviously reached out, right? And if I name somebody, you know, who who, who I don't want to forget anybody, so like a lot of people who reached out, you know, thankfully, uh, a lot of people than I expected, really, because the thing is, with me, is that I you know, really put so much, you know, effort and thought into what I do, uh, that I kind of neglected, you know, my, I feel like my, my personal relationships with people, but that wasn't, you know, anything, that, it was just because I was so focused on what I'm doing, right, and by, because I never wanted to lose this, and it, and I, the thing with me, you know, it's not that I'm like, avoiding people it's just that like you know i'm not trying to get anybody's business i don't want anybody to get in my business for me it, like as much as i love this you know it's it's still business right so like it's still it's still a profession and i think we should all we should all be professional so i try to be I try to work so hard on it and when you know the the when everything just got kind of like not taken away from me but when I, when I lost everything it was crazy for me you know just the whole world collapsed but the next day you know i went back to like you know the way i was before and actually like obviously evolved and then i went you know I got to do something. I know the world right now is stopping. The world stopped for me, specifically at that point. But I knew I had to do something.
0: How many days after uh, the the phone call was it where you sort of decided I now need to sort of shake this off and carry on? So
1: the day for me was uh, it was like I said. I got the call at three thirty, and then uh, Tawhidi came over because uh, you know he uh, said he. He, he was the first one to be over here, and uh we talked for a while, you know, talked about what's next, and obviously, very emotional, both of us, because it was really important to us. And then, you know, uh on five, six, you know, I lifted. Then afterwards, I went for a run because I didn't know what to do. I had to get my my mind clear. On the run, I kind of had my first thoughts. And the next day, I woke up and I was like, I gotta do something. And then, and on that evening, I went out for a walk for like. 3 or 4 hours I think. It was crazy. I just started walking. I just, you know, I didn't know where I was going. I just started walking, but that's basically, you know, how my life kind of is. You know, I just when I said I was going to wrestle, I I just said something and I went 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 with it. And uh the next day was, you know, the the next defining day. And I always if anybody ever asks me like what's the most important, you know, match, most important day, it's always the next one because like we can make we can make so much happen, you know, every day, so we shouldn't waste it. And that's how I felt and uh yeah, and then I started working on what's next and
0: just started embracing who I am, you know. The one thing that uh, a lot of people have said who uh, that were released in the last few weeks is that the release made them hungry again. Do you feel like... Because it sounds like you didn't get a chance to do much uh, as part of NXT, but do you feel like that hunger is there even more so now?
1: Oh, yeah. Before... Um, So the thing is, I always say that I want to be even more successful than I want to breathe. You know, like if I knew that I'm not going to make, you know, do what I want to do, like I wouldn't even want to live this life. Honestly, like it's crazy if you say that to it's crazy to hear It's probably to hear that. But that's just how I think. So when I got the call and when everything changed for me, I also saw it as, you know, I wanted to do so much. And I was probably even annoying to a lot of people, you know, and in, in, like, in, like in in WWE, because I was always asking and always trying to do something, trying to make something happen. And I never, I never got the chance, like we said before. So I knew that now I'm basically free, you know, to do whatever. And that's what helped me, you know, with, with finding myself with this reincarnation, is that all of a sudden I can do whatever I want to, even though, like, it would be so exciting, you know, if the world wasn't right now at a stop. But it's, it's basically, it's just... That's life and it's right now it's hard, but you know, I'm, I'm playing life on on hard difficulty <laughs> like and you know I've, I've never I've never done it differently. same when I, when I was you know telling all these people back then I wanted this, I wanted that. they knew that, so obviously they tried to get in my way, right but I kind of ha- had the urge you know I wanted that I wanted the people I wanted to, I wanted that people think they could cut me down, you know so it just made it hard for me and same thing here, like I just I knew I had to make something happen, you know and like the hunger has never disappeared. It kind of it was kind of like dimmed for a while, to be honest, because with all the stuff you get thrown at you when you get there it's hard, you know it's really hard, and then sometimes then you have to really take days off because you're just so burnt out and I really like hate days off like i don't think I've taken one off in like months, but at the very beginning, it just needs some time, but yeah, the hunger for sure has reappeared and kind of lit a new fire in me, you know, because now I have to prove myself. Because, you know, people got released, and then I I was reading some comments, and they're like, ah, this guy probably must suck because, like, you know, he got released. I'm like, wow, like, (laughs) I guess I got to prove you wrong now. I mean, you know, nothing new, but you'll see. Like, you know.
0: (laughs) It must be tough to read comments like that, especially on, you know, on the the worst day, you know. And, And that was part of the reason why, I wanted to reach out to you because you know Loki, I know some of the stuff that you've done, and when your name came up um and and there were people asking who you were, it's like why don't more people know what you do and it's great to to have this chance to talk to you more about it, but it's tough on a, on when you when you're when you're browbeaten enough to have strangers coming at you going, as you said there, oh, he must suck if he's been let go like how do you mentally compartmentalize stuff like that?
1: I know my worth, you know, I know my ability. Um, I have this, I call it centipede in my head. It's, it makes me overthink. It's, it's, I call it centipede because it's good and it's bad, you know, and that's what a centipede is known for. Like, half people think it's good, half people think it's bad. For me, it makes me think so much that, you know, it makes me overthink, where, like, it drives me crazy. But then again, you know, it fuels me when it comes creatively, when it comes to whatever I want to do. I feel like you know I can never stop thinking, and it just helps me so much, but in that case, it's different because, like I said before, I know my ability, I know who I am, so when I see something like that, I just go like, you know you if 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 I'm on live TV you know, and if I really suck then I suck if if i if I really suck I suck you know if, if I can if you can prove that I suck it's a fact. But until I have this opportunity, you know, I'm not in my head, you know, I don't I don't suck. But, you know, it's people's opinions and you can never satisfy anybody else. But my goal is to just give everybody something, you know, because it's a broad audience and to give them my my motto is, you know, I don't want to give them what they think they need. I want to give them what they never thought was possible
0: nice.
1: because they see me. They see me and they're like, ah, there's no way this guy can wrestle. There's no way this guy can talk. There's no way. You'll see like when I get my opportunity, you'll see all of that and then it's like you No, know, wow, that's crazy. I never thought this could happen, but it, you know, it can happen and that is what I stand for
0: Talk to us about your your reincarnation as you call it your reinvention. Uh, what's the what's the plan going forward? <laughs> so
1: When I was born, um, you know, I was given a name I was given a religion. Uh, I was given so many things so many instructions and it just i felt like i was caged my entire life you know i was born as alexander and i just needed a i was living in this world you know of somebody else i, was, I wasn't living in my world so when i started wrestling i felt like i created my own world and i and i just became somebody else and i was trying to be somebody else because i didn't want to be myself uh because it was hard man you know i'm not going to go further into detail uh But, you know, as time progresses, you know, I'm going to talk more about that. But it was really hard, and uh, I tried to be somebody else. And, you know, then everything went well. I was so, like, I was doing so well mentally when I started wrestling, and eventually everything got better and better and better. And then I got to WWE, and then I was forced, you know, to take on the name Alexander again. And, you know, to some people that might not, not be a big thing but to me my past it just it was it was a very big thing because i never wanted to be alexander again and i felt like i had taken you know traits from from before and all of a sudden i was acting like alexander again i never wanted to act like him again and you know when and then eventually i felt like every day that passed i was you know i was getting away from it again and i was doing better and better and better and better but there's so many voices you know that you know get thrown at you that in your head and i'm saying like real voices you know people who have their opinions on you uh people who think they're trying to help you but you know it just it's causing confusion and then when the call when the when the call happened you know when i when i got the release all of a sudden like all these voices weren't you know they weren't like important anymore because now i'm free and you know all these people that were telling me stuff before who thought they had the liberty you know they didn't have it anymore because you know now was Set free again. And that was when I realized, you know, like, it was so much going on in my head the first few days. I was driving myself crazy. Really, like, borderline, like, insane. And then all of a sudden, like, I could do what I wanted to do, and I can become who I wanted to become. And then instead of playing somebody else, I became who I really was supposed to be in the first place, you know. And that that is who Zora Vesta is. Sorvesta is not an act, Zorovesta so is not, you know, whatever, catchphrase, this, that. No, that's who I am. And, you know, prior me is somebody, you know, who I shouldn't be. And if anything, you know, I was acting before. So it was exciting, and I didn't want to just, you know, change my name, put it on Instagram, whatever, Facebook, this, that. So I worked on a website, uh, a friend helping with it. Uh, I'm working on so much more. That's why I kept delaying this this, this interview, because I didn't want to present something, you know, without an... Explanation without you know a story because that's what life is about stories, you know And the same with wrestling it's not just about like going in the ring and doing this that like doing what you know What you want it's what they want. It's a story. It's for them So they have to understand so that's why I waited so long and I was going crazy too because I didn't want to wait so long because everybody you know was out there talking this that and I Just felt like I'm not gonna you know go out there without something you know that is ready and you know I have my website now. It's uh, um There's a blog, which is important. So I'm going to talk about the website a bit because when you when you get on the website, it's supposed to be like a book, right? You get on there and it you know introduces me, and then afterwards you, you scroll a bit, you see a gallery, and then afterwards a blog. It's very important to me that you know the gallery and the blog came first because the blog is going to get a lot of a lot of new entries um, the next just the next time, in the next few years, because I think it's very important to connect with the people. Um, Because they are the ones, you know, I was once a fan as well. I was once a fan. I know how it feels. You want to be connected to somebody. And I want to make them a part of my life. And it's insane because you talked about, you know, all the people talking stuff on the Internet. So many people, like, I always, so, so many people reached out and so many people talked about me in a good sense, in a good manner, were like, it helped me so much, and my people, my fans—I don't want to call them fans because it stands for fanatics—but my supporters, if, if, if I will, if I should say so, they're honestly the best because they're so invested in, in what I do, and that's why I feel like I have—I owe them. I owe them to you know to give them good content, good quality, you know, to, to, to show my best side because they're so invested in me and they give me so much love, and you know, I appreciate every one of them. And they're not just, you know, just people who like. I feel like everybody like who follows me like on my on my stuff really like, really like is invested so much. I know I said invested so like probably five ten times, but that's just how I feel. That's the word invested. And yeah, I mean, you know, I just went off the rails right now, but
0: no, it's good, it's good. It's a- I feel like this this is something you're passionate about, and you can tell by the way you're talking that this is something that you're in that you are to to steal a uh, phrase again that you're invested in. And if you're invested in it, other people will be too. That's how this works. And it's difficult to, to cultivate a new wrestling, um, not just a wrestling persona, but a new persona full stop in, in such unusual circumstances. So uh, are we going to be seeing more uh, more online from Zoravesta in the weeks to come?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, hmm. this is the first step. I And I, I felt like... A lot of people wanted to hear you know what's on my mind. A lot of people wanted to get to know me, because, like I said before, it was, you know, I didn't say too much before. Uh, I showed face, I didn't talk too much, because I was still evolving, you know, and I wasn't, I wasn't ready to say too much. Now I'm being thrown in cold, like, you know, thrown in the, in the deep ends, because now I'm by myself, you know, and that's, that's the thing with who I am, something I never embraced was that I was alone, and my whole life, I felt like, you know, I was alone wherever I was, if it was, you know, with friends, with, I was always alone, I felt alone, and now instead of having that as a weakness, I turned to my strength, so that everybody who is alone can, can just, I said alone, on my website it says, we should be alone together, and it's not a saying, it's, it's just how how it is, especially nowadays, this is the thing, you said that it's hard to, to like establish a persona, especially nowadays where everybody seems to be alone. And I was never, as much as I thought I was alone, before, I was never as alone as I was in in the last few months because we're literally forced to be alone for for our sake, for 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 our for our health, like for, just just to stay alive. But then again, you know, but by staying alive, it felt like all of us died inside and you know just became alone and. I think it's something a lot of people can uh, can just understand. They can relate to. And yeah, there's so much more to come. Uh, I also I'm I'm, I'm interested if, if people listen to this and then they hear like text me like send me a message I'll see them. What what you want to see? YouTube is an option. Uh, there's something coming for sure. A lot of more uh, podcasts are coming. I can't wait for for, for wrestling to come and modeling modeling is a big thing that's going to be happening soon something that i was always told to do and i never really could embrace it but once the time was right which felt like even a few months prior to my release i was starting to pursue it because there's something special about modeling it's everything in life is art but modeling is a different kind of art it's like painting it's you show them a picture and then you don't even have to say anything I just I show somebody a picture I wanna and I and I want I want to know what they feel like. This might sound crazy to some people. They might think I'm 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 like insane or something. Some people actually do. I've heard it. But I really talk the language of art and and the language of art is really painted with the power of paint. I feel like. Um. Once again, I'm just
0: going off the rails. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. It's good. With uh, with the, the <laughs> okay. modeling with the modeling stuff, I think like things like that. Uh, are, are are accessible to people. But you say it's something that you never explored until recently.
1: Yeah. Um, before I got here, I was always... My, my, my eating habits were never amazing. But when I got here, I, I noticed how important it is to stay in shape. And I lost a lot of weight. I just got in amazing shape. Okay, I want to say amazing. Sounds like I'm full of myself. No, like, <laughs> I just got in the best shape I, w- I was ever in, you know? And then all of a sudden, my my, my face started, like, just... Taking different kind of shape, and because you, and then all of a sudden, I felt like, hey, actually, I, I, think, I think I might be able to do this, and I just now, especially now that I'm free to do it, I talked to one, uh, one guy in the company. I don't want to name him, but he, he really, he really like, just, said embr- told me to embrace it and told me, he asked me, would, would, would your character do it? That's the thing. He asked me, would your character do it? And and now you know being I don't know I am a character I feel like I'm myself but I'm a character and would, would I do it Hell yeah, for sure. And now I'm gonna the thing is I'm gonna be going back to Europe probably. Um, I'm I'm Canadian uh, I can still stay in in, in the U S for another six months technically uh, or go to I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that <laughs> but go to go to Canada for sure because I'm Canadian but I feel like Europe is uh, the better step in in that case. I just I just feel. I feel more connected to Europe because that's where I grew up, but then I feel more home in Canada, in Canada. Yeah, I'm all, all over the place. I, I I feel like I have a home everywhere, but no home anywhere. So like, it's, it's, I'm wherever, I, when I was younger, wherever I went, if, if I went, if I went to Canada, I was the, well, different because, so the thing is, my, my, my parents are mostly Serbian. My heart is mostly Serbian. So if I ever went to Serbia or somebody else, I was a German one. So when I'm in Germany, I'm the Serbian. But the first time I ever didn't get any any judgment was I went when I went to Canada, when I started wrestling over there, and nobody ever asked me where I'm from. So like that's and then I knew okay I'm home man because it's
0: the first time I felt home. Um, so yeah. If, so if anybody ever asked, Toronto is my home. Amazing. Um, when it comes to wrestling, and you talk about heading over to Europe, obviously the talent level in Europe is, you know, as as a European myself, kind of it's uh it's politically complicated, but um. There's a a wealth of talent. Is there anybody who you've got your eye on that you'd love to get in the ring and mix it up with? Mm. Or is it just a case Mm -hmm. of anybody come one come all?
1: Um, I'm just thinking because I've been, because obviously I've shared a ring with some of them. Somebody I've never wrestled before is Ilya Dragunov, Uh, and I really would love to. I think if you would ask me, I think if you would ask me my dream matches in general, there's two people I feel like I really would love to like wrestle. One of them is obviously Ilya, and, and the second one is Kenny Omega. I know that this is not, this is this is all this is all like you know out of nowhere, but it's just that's just somebody that really changed it for me because he's he's Canadian too, and his story basically inspired me to to pursue wrestling really for like. I saw I saw him and I, I wanted to know more about him and then when I heard everything about him, I said, you know, he, he, he gave everything up in, and went to Japan, right? To like make his dream come true. And that's something, you know, I also wanna do like Japan. Like Japan's for sure. If if I could decide, I would be in Japan right now. But, you know, corona obviously. Mm. Um but yeah, Ilya, um Oliver Carter, like, they're all UK, NXT UK guys, but I don't know how, like, you know, what the schedule is like, what they're allowed to do, what they're not not to do. Um, but those two, for sure, Um yeah, that should be it, I think.
0: Well, you've put these things out into the into the universe and, and you see what comes back. So I know you say, like, oh, it seems crazy to say Kenny Omega and whatever, but hey, put it out into the universe. What's the worst that can happen? The worst that can happen is you end up in the ring with Kenny Omega. Stranger things have happened. <laughs> um, where could where can people go to, to track everything that you're doing, to find out everything there is to know about you? Uh, send them places. Where can we go?
1: So on all platforms, it's Zora Vesta, Z O R A V E S T A. There's a this like some website. The website is the best I think to just see everything. It's ZoraVesta.net dot net. This is one thing I also live by. And that is the art is art is life. Life is love and love is art. And I feel like everything just, you know, goes in a circle. And we should all just appreciate you know the time we have on earth, and we should all love everybody you know who loves us especially and everybody we love unconditionally, especially during these times and we're all just gonna rise together, we're all gonna be fine again and and I know it might take a few more months, you know, a few more, maybe even a year. you never know it's everything's so crazy right now, but eventually you know everybody will be will be will be happy again. That's honestly, I feel like that was the best way to put it, (laughs) and the best, best last thing I could have said.
0: So that is going to do it for your cultaholic wrestling news for today. Later on today on the podcast feed, a brand new episode of Desert Island Graps featuring the alpha female, former NXT UK star Jazzy Gabbard. Can't wait for you to hear all about the life and times of Jazzy Gabbard. She's had quite the journey to get to where she is today. And she's a massive fan of David Hasselhoff. We talk about that quite a bit as well. That's on the podcast feed a little bit later on. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.
1: And 365 day returns.
0: For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.